Hi, welcome to Authentic Conversation with Kim. I want to talk a little bit more about sometimes and the last podcast that I, um, the most recent podcast that I did. Um, sometimes, sometimes that's all you have is a thank you, Jesus. Sometimes all you have is a help me, Father. Sometimes that's all you have. And it's nothing wrong with that. And again, when I say it's levels to this, it's not in a sense where someone is better than someone else or someone has more of an understanding than someone else. It just means to me that someone has cultivated more or someone has um, gotten a different kind of revelation when I say there's levels to this and the fact of the matter is when we learn something or when we get some information we shouldn't be those that would keep it to ourselves and not share and again this is coming from Kim and I'm sure that you have your you know you have your thoughts and you have you know what works for you and that's fine you know but again sometimes it can be enhanced based on new information or new ideas and also we have to be careful because we can't try everything with everybody in every way that's my disclaimer because I realized we had to put out some disclaimers we really really have to put out some disclaimers for the mere fact that um, people are so desperate unfortunately that they're really trying to do any and everything to find their way and it goes back to one of the things that I said that it's not for me or for you or for anybody to mislead somebody or to take advantage of somebody based on the fact that they're ignorant. And we know that there's people who do that. And ignorant is not like dumb. It's just a lack of information. And so we aren't supposed to be those people who if we have any kind of credibility, any kind of leverage, any kind of information that may help somebody, it's not for us to manipulate it, to to use it. I mean, and that's why a lot of people don't want to go to the church and be involved in the church because historically it has been misused. Historically, the, the Bible has been used to beguile so many people based on someone else's interpretation. How the edifice has been misused based on the fact that they're standing, quote unquote, in the name of the Lord and yet and still doing all kinds of sorts of things to people. You know, again, you've heard me say people funny about their money, misusing that. And it's sad because, again, when you have people who genuinely genuinely are seeking and really really want to know more about who they are and their creator for those who are in any level of influence or power or standing somewhere that can lead thousands or hundreds or whoever a number of people and not do it correctly I say personally woe unto them And throughout history, we've seen the demise of people who, again, have misused the word of God or who have misused 
people or who have misled people. And so we have to be very, very careful. Having said that, I was thinking about the prayer situation. And so when we pray, I thought another component of it is since it's a conversation, it's also hearing from God. And when I think about the various situ- the situations in the Bible and different things, that how God reacted or responded or spoke in different ways. And I think that he knows, oh, not I think, but I know he knows us. I know he knows what gets our attention. I know he knows how to respond to us. And the big thing about it, which people, which we as people felt to realize is that he has the whole entire picture. He sees stuff from the beginning to the end, and we don't. And so even as we are, again, living and learning and cultivating our relationships with one another and with God as you choose... We have to keep that in mind, and it's so difficult because, again, there is always something, unfortunately, competing with our relationships, competing with the harmony that we ought to have with one another. And I don't like when people try to say, well, you have to just deal with that, and you have to accept that, and it's like, why? Because, again... We have disharmony, but we wasn't created in disharmony. And so if we wasn't created in disharmony, then that means that somehow, some way we can get back to the original work, the original piece. And that's why I say it's so deep. That's why I encourage people to read. That's why I encourage people to get good counsel and get around people who can give them information. And always it's up to what you decide to believe and what you decide to accept. I don't get to tell you that. You don't get to tell me that. And again, being that we have free will and we have um, our rights, then you stand on what you stand on. And then we just have to see at the end of the day or at the end of life, whatever, (laughs) however this decides to play out. Because I believe there is a right and I believe there is a wrong. I believe there is an okay and I believe there is a better way. I just, I believe that. It doesn't make sense to say that things are just supposed to be mediocre or plateau or haphazard or like that makes no sense to me. I believe that we were created for good. I believe that we were um, created to 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 live and and to live in a in a way of we're in harmony and I think that through the fall and through a lot of other things that have transpired in our lives through the spirituality the lack of wisdom the lack of knowledge the lack of application you know a lot of things have impeded in us living in a place where we're okay with the happenstances of life and we're able to deal with the happenstances of life in a better way. And one of the things that I believe helps us is prayer. So, Scripture says, 
1 John 5 14 says this is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us 1st John 5 15 says and if we know that he hears us whatever we ask we know that we have what we ask of him 1st John 5 16 says if you see any brother or sister commit a sin that does not lead to death you should pray and God will give them life. I refer to those whose sin does not lead to death. There's a sin that leads to death. I am not saying that you should pray about this. First Chronicles 16 11. Look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. Second Chronicles 6 21. Hear the supplication of your servant and of your people Israel when they pray towards this place. Hear from heaven your dwelling place and when you hear forgive familiar scripture second chronicles seven fourteen. if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then will i hear from heaven and i will forgive their sin and will heal their land ephesians 1 and 18 i pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance and his holy people. <clears throat> Excuse me. Ephesians 6.18 And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Jeremiah 29 and 12 then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. Job 22-27, you will pray to him, and he will hear you, and you will fulfill your vows. John 17-15, my prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. That's actually Jesus praying that prayer, John 17-15. James 5-13, is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. It's hard to believe, right? Matthew five forty four. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Matthew six and seven. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Talked about that yesterday. A contrite heart will not be despised. Matthew 26, 41. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Proverbs 15, 8. The Lord detests the sacrifice of the wicked, but the prayer of the upright pleases him. Psalm 17:6 I call on you my God for you will answer me turn your ear to me and hear my prayer Psalms 102:17 He will respond to the prayer of the destitute he will not despise their plea Psalms 141:2 My may my prayer be set before you like incense May the lifting up my hands be like the evening sacrifice. Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, 
his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So I was thinking about how we have these scriptures and we have the words and we have proverbial sayings too that encourage us to pray and to have this communication with God. And again, I feel like it's so much deeper than just the surface, oh, I'm asking God of something. I think that when we make this step to even pray or have someone pray, and we know at the end of the day, it brings some level of solace. It's a level of comfort knowing that someone has lifted your name up or knowing that you have even gotten it out, that you put it in the universe. Y'all understand what I'm saying? And we have this 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 thing like, oh, well, I don't want to be seen as super spiritual or, you know, what if he don't do it or whatever. That's not what it's about. It's about, at the end of the day, first of all, it, we just read the scripture. If we ask him, he will. The thing about it is he may not do it the way we think he need to do it. Because, again, he knows the end from the beginning. Or, he, yeah, the end from the beginning, the beginning from the end. He knows it all. So, I thought about yesterday when I talked about the people of Israel. Like, finally, he had heard their cry. He had sent Moses to help deliver. And so we think that it's in vain to even beseech God in any fashion or to even have a conversation with him. And to me, I don't think so. I think that it's getting the wheels turning for situations and for your life. And again, I don't get to say, and you don't get to say, we don't get to say how he's going to respond, when he's going to respond, if he's going to respond. I don't see why he wouldn't respond. But then the the, the, the thing is, we don't know in what way he's going to do it and how he's going to do it. Because again, it will be for your best interest. And I say that specifically, and I have to give an example. So when I was married, it was crazy. It it was crazy. It was crazy. Anyway, and so I had, I had prayed. And my prayer was real simple. It was real simple. Lord, if it's for me to stay married, then let it be. If it's for me not to stay married, then let it be. Like, that was my prayer. It wasn't, oh, fix him that been there, done that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the thing with prayer. Like, dude, it, it shifts, it changes. Your, 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 your posture and certain things change. Your cry out for him, your, 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 your lament, whatever it is, it will grow and change and shift because, again, the spirit of the Lord should ever be present. And so if it's present, then, again, if I'm asking wrongfully because there's something else. is in James and talk about how we ask and we only ask for our own selfish reasons and all this other stuff. You know, you have people where it says, you know, God will give you the desires of your heart if you delight yourself in him. And you have people who just turn that all around like that's what it says. And some of it is just really that simple. 
And some of it is a little bit more. You have to, you know, finagle it and work through it kind of thing in order to get some peace and some solace and some clarity in your mind. And again, like I said, I'm still working this out. But anyway, that was the prayer. And within three months of three months or four months, the papers was initiated. And so, and and things were provided for, for it to happen. And it wasn't that I didn't want it saved or I didn't want it fixed or anything like that. I wanted it to be okay. I wanted it to be right. I wanted it to be what it was supposed to be for my life. And we grow to that place. You know what I'm saying? And girls, we've been in that prayer. Like, God, if you do this for me one more time. People been there. If you do this for me one more time. If you fix this one more time. If you just just don't let them. Don't please. Uh, Lord, help. We've been there. So I don't understand why we're acting like this prayer thing is not one, something that we all have done or we all do. But again, that it has to be in a particular posture in a particular way for an individual for it to be a response and an answer we already know that's not what that is it's just like going to your parent and you're like dad or mom I want to do this and do that and then they're like okay and it may not be in that moment but in time because it says if our parents know how to give us good gifts how much more would our father and it's not about a prosperity thing and that's the thing prosperity is not so much as about wealth as it is about wholeness it's about nothing missing nothing broken and so we have these words that we throw out and we have these things that we throw out and we have confused people and made people feel as if they can't ask God or if they they asking too much or they undeserving, or they unworthy, or the fact that if you're okay in your status, or you're okay in your situation, and you didn't have to ask for anything. And so, it's this, we have to be mindful. We have to be real mindful. Of what we put out and how we lead people to God and how we lead people to being better in their lives. Dear God, I admit I am a sinner and need your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ died in my place, paying the penalty for my sins. I am willing right now to turn from my sin and accept Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. And Lord, I commit myself to you and ask you to send the Holy Spirit into my life to fill me and take control and to help me become the kind of person you want me to be. Thank you, Father, for loving me. In Jesus' name, amen. And then we all know the infamous, our Father, who are in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. 
thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. And so prayer has actually substantiated itself in its existence and the need um, to have it, to have prayer. And again, I think even the Lord's Prayer is somewhat of a template in how we ought to have a posture of addressing and acknowledging certain things in our lives and acknowledging God. Um, even the book of Psalms is considered prayers. Um, and there are prayers in the book of Psalms. And so even if you don't have your own personal prayer that you can render, you read the book of Psalms, they they, they done went through some stuff. And <laughs> they done experienced some stuff. And sometimes I be reading it like, oh my goodness. Like, and they got prayers like, yo, kill them all. Like, for real. Like, God, get rid of these people. Like, yo, just tell them to stop playing with me. You know what I mean? And again, this is my vernacular, but... You get my point. And so even if you don't have your own personal prayer that you have um, been able to muster up in your spirit and in your life, if you read the book of Psalms, there are um, some prayers there. Prayers of thanksgiving, prayers of limitation, prayers of, you know, um, help me, Lord, kind of have mercy on my soul, Jesus, um, deliver, set free. And so there's so many different um ways that we can address this and so I'm not saying that my way is the only way or the best way I'm not even saying what the guy said the other day that if it doesn't have any merit to it because I think sometimes even if we don't verbalize some things that our life is praying our spirit is praying is is reaching out for something better and what I do know is suddenly immediately it can happen and sometimes it could take forever and we don't get to say what. But I do think that if we have that posture, if we make it known, if we have that conversation, if we're willing to listen. And I'm please forgive me because I negated that part in the conversation where it's a listening component. Because we asking God for things and we're, we're, we're needing him in our lives and he may very well be directing us and telling us some stuff but if we don't listen and we don't hear and you know then it's like we kind of miss it and that's what we don't want to do you know I don't want to miss it you don't want to miss it and then there's another part like can you even miss it yeah so I'm saying can you even miss it and so those are the thoughts that I have for today I hope you have a wonderful um worship service if you plan on attending church on today i hope you have a beautiful day if you don't plan on attending church today um and find yourself having a conversation with the lord um blessing him and thanking him and it says like let your request be known to him and so again what he can say no and even no is not you know always denied it could be delayed you understand what i mean and again i'm still trying to work prayer out and 
all its facets. So I'm doing it right. And, you know, we are, again, having this conversation, hallelujah, with God, whereas it makes sense. And our lives are being directed for purposefulness. You know, when you're praying for somebody for purposefulness. And this is the thing. This is considered the Lord's prayer. If you have time, if you read the book of John, St. John's chapter 17, Jesus in himself, because you know when you had a King James, you have certain bites, the red, that's, that's considered Jesus talking. That is his prayer. And I consider that in and of itself the Lord's prayer. But if you have time, just sit and read it. And again, this is not about me converting anybody. This is not about me, you know, saying what you're doing or what you're not doing is correct, right, wrong, or indifferent. This is about just having a conversation. And as, you know, revelation would come to us all, that we would just be better people for having heard the information and had the conversation. So I wish you guys, again, a blessed day, a great um, week. And... um Encourage us to be careful. Imagine my face. Imagine my face. Imagine my face.